What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, and I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing? Steve, I am doing well, unfortunately, in um, somewhat of a self-imposed quarantine. I think we talked about when I had tested positive for COVID uh, in December, and I moved back in with my parents for a bit here, and I'm in the basement. They both didn't test positive the whole time, but I was stayed separated. Well, now the the reverse is the case. I have been fine all week, but both of them have tested positive. Oh, wow. Um, so it's more like, even though I feel fine and test fine, I'm technically in the same house, different floors, yeah. but same house. So you don't want to risk going out, don't want to risk doing too much. So unfortunately... Uh, yeah, unfortunately not going to be able to do too much and yeah, and a, and a bit of a bit of a self-imposed quarantine, I guess you would say. Well, that's a, a good thing for the, uh, the hamstring recovery. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you can't yeah, aggravate it if you don't can't aggravate it. if I'm not going out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, th- I don't know if I mentioned to you that I'm on, uh, we joined a kickball team in, um, Kajaka, which is a local town here or in the outside of Philadelphia and our season starts today and I was for a while debating, um, you know, trying it out, but wanted to give it another week or two. So now I have an extra reason to definitely give it another week or two to recover. Yeah. Yeah. You had to wait, you know, the, uh, that's what you hear with all the football players. They, they come back to their kickball leagues too early. Yeah. That's how the, the summer kickball. Yeah. We see all these, you know, we see all these training camp things, but it's really players in their summer kickball leagues. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's what it is. They just, they don't leak it out because, obviously why would you do that so yeah good good idea it's, it's true though i mean i am saturday would be three weeks for me and i do feel pretty good i actually went to the gym for the first time yesterday did all upper body so tried to do all things that are like either seated or not moving at all felt okay uh went for like a, a walk with a few you know light jogs today and you know felt pretty good but after you know, a few minutes of a jog start, you know, just kind of feeling it tighten. So you go back to a walk. So it's the, the slow rehab coming in, but I can imagine, you know, playing a, a you know, game of kickball or football or whatever, something where you're actually going all out and, you know, feeling okay before. And then it's just one play, one quick jolt and, and you're back to square one. Yeah. And I'd imagine, kickball like in a, in a fun kind of way would be worse than than football given the kicking motion <laughs> yeah Unless i mean and and, that, and that's the thing like i've been pitching too so i'm like oh, i wonder if i could just like you know get a dh or something and just not kick <laughs> <laughs> but i don't think they allow that either i think every you basically have 10 people on the field with an extra outfielder and all yeah. 10 people kick Woof. You yeah have to, like bunt <laughs> yeah well that's the interesting thing so girls are allowed to bunt which kind of seems like a, a weird, almost sexist rule, but then it's almost like a cheat code because if you bunt, it's like almost an auto single. It's so hard to uh-huh. throw someone out from like third or home to first with it, like throwing a kickball. Um, so like if you have a girl that's very, that's, it's pretty quick, like literally just laying like a dead bunt right in front of home plate, you're on base every single time. Wow, interesting, interesting. But alas, guys are not allowed to bunt, so I'd have to get it out of the infield somehow, and that could prove to be an issue. Maybe I kick lefty or something instead. <laughs> yeah, you got to look at the rule book and see what you're allowed to do. <laughs> exactly. 
but yeah, that's what's going on over here. A lot of excitement, and unfortunately, probably not a lot of excitement this weekend. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, uh, we got How some excitement you? now. Yeah, uh, anything anything fun going on on your end? Uh, yeah. Maybe an upcoming upcoming flight that you're allowed upcoming, to do since I'm not allowed to do here. Yeah, upcoming trip to Greece. Uh, well, I'll be in Greece when this podcast drops. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where Friday. Steve will so. be getting his um, slight burn on. Probably not. <laughs> I don't imagine you're a guy that tans very well. That is, that's actually true. So I, like, <laughs> I think like the last day of both of our islands are our beach days. And I think next Friday will be the last day of Mykonos, I think. So uh, yeah, possibly. And yeah, also right. I tanned well when I was young and I do not tan well anymore. So yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like, I feel like the the reverse happens once in a while. But for the most part, you usually kind of stay, you know, the skin... Um, I guess skin sensitivity to the sun, either the oh, same yeah. or people tan over time, but you're the opposite. You tanned earlier, no longer a tan person. Yeah. When I was young, uh, I never got sunburned at all ever. Huh. I never tan. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so I guess you got either investing in umbrellas or sunscreen here while you're going to be away. Yeah. Just some, some good sunscreen. Yeah. Something nice and high. Cause yeah, I'm not risking it. Especially yeah. with the plane ride. Last thing I want is a sunburn and like, Oh ride. man. Like, and what's, like, what's the plane ride? Like, Eight nine hours? hours? Nine, nine hours? Nine, yeah. Yeah. Is that straight? Are you like taking yeah, off from yeah. Toronto and landing yeah. there? Toronto to Athens, yeah, straight. Wow. I, don't know. I mean, I guess nine hours is doable. That, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's overnight too, so we leave it like eight at night. So Gotcha. And then hopefully sleep. you get a good eight hours of sleep in there and yeah. you're good to go. Yep, that's the plan. But, well, with my plans out of the way, you ready yeah. to uh, jump into this mock here? Yeah, we got a, a going back to the basics here. Twelve team PPR mock uh, shuffled up the spots here a little bit, but same um, same layout: one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, uh, as well as two different flexes. Our usual one, uh, either P, a usual receiver running back flex and receiver tight end flex um, with six bench spots. So your usual. Um, team set up here and uh, we will be switching it up. Steve will be drafting out of the fourth spot and I will be drafting out of the 10th spot. Took a little while, but uh, we, we, uh, we rolled the same spots a few times. But yeah. We landed interestingly enough. Yeah, it happens. But uh, yeah, ready to go ahead and get started. Yeah, I will get us started here. Fourth spot. I know we chatted about this last time before, you know, when I was there, what is your uh, strategy? What's your hope before I click start here or anything? Um, I mean, that, that world in which you got McCaffrey. Or, <laughs> I think you passed Where I on opted him. out of McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll opt in just to, <laughs> just to do it. That would be yeah. nice. Um, but Eckler, I, I think, would be ideal. Yeah, with what if you expect to go. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, Taylor, if, McCaffrey, Eckler. What are you doing then? If if those three are gone, I might uh, just change it up and, and go Cooper Cup, start the wide yeah, receiver, and try it, check it out. out. Yeah, yeah, it's That's interesting because he had such a good year, and I think we all anticipate him having a great year. But I'd like to go back and look at the numbers and see like how often does wide receiver one repeat? I feel like there was quite a few years where Antonio Brown did. But I feel like the last few years it has rotated a bit. Tyreek's been in there maybe a couple years ago, Hopkins. I couldn't even tell you who they've been recently. Um yeah. Adams, I'm sure, has been in there. Like you said, Tyreek. Um 
after that, I can't even think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I bet Chase is the one this year. Yeah, let's take a look. Let's see if I can pull it up. That news. PPR. Um, that's giving me totals. Fantasy wide receivers. Yeah, it's giving me like who has the most by season. Well, I'll get it started here and get back to you on that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, starting the draft up, Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. Okay, there we go. Um, now that we've we've kind of talked through it, I'm almost ready to just go with <laughs> um, a wide receiver and just seeing what it looks like. Um, uh, I really don't want to, but yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it and we'll just see, you know, maybe it'll end up being a, a zero RB kind of thing. I don't know, um, but I'll punch it in there. Uh, just to see what it looks like. To answer your question here, Will, uh, it was Cup last year. Um, it was Devante the year before. Uh, before that was Michael Thomas. Uh, uh. Yeah, I. That makes a lot of sense, but I completely forgot about that. Uh, D Hop the year before that, and then the year before that was Antonio Brown. Where'd you get that? Year. I've been literally just changing my Google search, and it keeps bringing me to like. <laughs> it- all of last year's the wide receiver ones or like the most wide receiver ones and Julio Jones kept coming up. It's on uh fantasy pros. Gotcha. Just looking yeah. at I guess like I year to year. There. Gotcha. Yeah, That's it's, cool. It's pretty nifty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lock in cup. Um, I don't think I need to explain anything there. You know, we'll see when the next uh, round comes around. If I, I'm just going to start pushing into a zero RB kind of strategy mm-hmm. or try to balance it out. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll lock in cup there. Devin cook goes right after that. There goes Eckler. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and now you are on the clock in that 10th spot. All right, 10th spot. So a couple of receivers went off the board. Probably the only ones that I would really want to take a shot on. Uh, the ones that I think could be a wide, the wide receiver one. I guess Diggs is maybe the other one. Um, but given the running backs here, I am going to go decide between two. Um, and... Najee is one that you and I have been pretty high on. We've got him in our dynasty league here. Um, this year, I, I still am high on him, but maybe not as high. Uh, because the news rookie about qu- yeah. his, uh, you know, his workload maybe being re- or him not being on the field as much. Yeah, than the quarterback yeah. situation. There's, there's some concerning stuff. There's some there. more, yeah, more interesting concern there. Um, and one that I did talk up a lot, and I said I was going to look into more this year is Joe Mixon. And it fell to me here. Pick 10, I think, is the perfect spot for him. Um, and I think <clears throat> going with a Diggs or a Kelsey here really locks me into, you know, a running back and probably that somewhere in that next tier running back. Whereas going with Joe Mixon here gives me an opportunity at maybe a Kelsey or a Diggs. Uh, but at the very least, being able to grab like a Terry Kill or one of the other running backs available. So going to be going Joe Mixon here. And we'll see what gets back. Uh, talk. So Mixon goes, Najee Harris, Kelsey Diggs on the turn, as I you know, may have predicted there, uh, and then DeAndre Swift. So coming up here, uh, we still had no QBs off the board. All the tight ends besides Kelsey are available. Uh, top receivers listed here in ADP, Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, Debo, AJ Brown, um, really not considering any of them besides Tyreek Hill here. I mean, I guess you could make the argument for CeeDee Lamb, but I don't think so based on I wouldn't take him over Tyreek even with the new team, but definitely not over some of the running backs available here. 
the two that I'll really be deciding between Kamara and Nick Chubb both have some question marks. And, and I mean, obviously that's why you're not like a, a no brainer top five, seven pick, but I think Chubb, you know, I think Chubb's floor is definitely, I want to say definitely higher, but Kamara's going to have a good workload. There's just basically looming questions on big pieces of each offense. You have the Deshaun Watson situation and how much lower is Nick Chubb's floor with or without Deshaun Watson, right? I mean, the whole offense's floor is completely raised if Watson's on the field and if Watson is himself. I mean, there's a chance that Watson is not going to be the Deshaun Watson that we remember right away, right? Because he hasn't played in, I guess, a year. He did play the year before, right? He just, just didn't play at all last year. Yeah, so it's last year, and then if there's a suspension for the first, what, whatever, six, eight games of this year, and yeah. a year and a half, and then you got to figure it's, he's not going to come back and be himself right away. It's going to take mm. a few games to be him. So, yeah, I'm uh, dangerous for that offense, dangerous if you're drafting Watson. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that offense might not be clicking until week 10, 11, 12. <laughs> Who knows? And that's, yeah, so that's where it comes down to, deciding on that. But on the flip side, Kamara is the other running back that I would consider. And he also has a, a potential looming suspension. I still don't think we've gotten any word on it yet, which is interesting because, like, pretty clear cut that, you know, he, he did get in that altercation in Vegas. And that was at the Pro Bowl, right? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, there were, like, murmurs of what could be the case. But... If if he's not suspended, you know, should be more of the same, right? You have rookie receiver coming in, Jarvis Landry coming in, so maybe a little bit more depth at wide receiver. Jameis is coming back, he'll, and, and Andy Dalton's a viable backup. I think, you know, Kamara is probably the pick here for me, um, just with both volatility, but I think Kamara, you know, I, I mean, I think if you're, you know, putting odds on it, the long if if they get suspended, the longer suspension is probably for Watson. But if you know to be suspended, I, I think there's probably you know going to be a suspension for Kamara. If it is, maybe so just a couple games, right? I just looked it up. His hearing keeps getting pushed. So it was in uh, March, and nobody got any evidence. So they pushed it to April or May, and then the defense said something like they had just gotten it like a few days before and didn't have time to review it. So they pushed it to the beginning of August. Gotcha. So, so that's why nothing's happening. Yeah, and so we'll know more about this come the you know come 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 draft season, right? You'll know either that he is suspended and he's going to fall down the rankings. You know, probably if he's suspended, what four games? Let's say you're not taking him in the first, probably not the second. I mean, he could be a league winner, but it is eating up a big roster spot. So. You probably don't take him here over Tyreek Hill, let's say, or you know the possibility of Nick Chubb if we know more about Watson. Whereas if he is not suspended, I think he may even rise into the back of the second or the back of the first round. I probably, yeah, I think this is appropriate, but you you might see him sneak in, you know, there with Mixon, you know, maybe ahead of some of those receivers, just for the sheer upside of Kamara. So. Kamara is probably the pick, but I, I kind of want to see what it looks like getting a more balanced team from the beginning. I think the last couple drafts I had, it did go pretty running back heavy. Um, so since I'm pretty split between Kamara and Hill, I want to take Tyreek here just to see what, you know, just 
trying to aim for more of a balanced start here and, and seeing what happens if you do push RV2 off a bit. Um, so we're going to go Tyreek. Any any thoughts, any projections of who you want to get there in your next pick? Not really. I, I was thinking about uh, the zero RB approach. It's kind of hard to do from this spot because I feel like Aaron Jones and Zeke are both going to be available to me. And that's very hard to pass up at, at this stage in the game. So we'll see. I, I, I'd like Mark Andrews to get to me. I think that would be an, an interesting pick. I don't know if he will, uh, but that might yeah my mind. You're probably looking about going a little bit lower, let's say, um, somewhere in the you know six seven range. So you get one of these big three or four receivers for sure, and then you get a shot at you know maybe a Tyreek or Mark Andrews, Ceedee Lamb in the second round. But yeah, there's you know just probably too many good running backs available for you to realistically actually take up there at four. But then also you know less of the kind of second round non-running backs will be uh, available for you that late in the second round yeah yeah so we'll see you know i'll you know be flexible and whatever comes comes yeah and you'll have to just trust your board <laughs> yes nice book after tyreek because nick chubb josh allen cd ah. lamb alvin kamara and mark andrew just before your pick yeah there it is there it is that's a shame uh that would have made things pretty interesting. I mean, wide receivers, we're still solid. Debo, AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins. It's much less appetizing when I'm looking uh. at Saquon, Aaron Jones, Javante Adams, or Javante Williams, uh, Leonard Fournette, Zeke. I mean, there's just there's too many good running backs to pass up. Um, so I would rather go with a Aaron Jones here and then grab someone in the next round. You know, maybe I'd be looking at like a Kittle and and kind of obviously i'm not pushing off running back but not going back to back running back just to solve the problem so we'll see mm. what gets back to me here um i i will go back with the, the running back strategy we'll balance the team out kind of like you're doing over here and aaron jones is the guy i want i am more interested in saquon this year i just i don't know so I'm, if i'm looking at saquon versus aaron jones i really don't see a reason yeah like one just seems safer than the other one you know, uh, I saw. I, I, I gotta see if I can find the actual stat on Twitter, but there's something about um like targets per route run that he had just dramatically increased in the games that Adams was not in. And I mean, I think that makes sense that you'd imagine it would go up, but it was just like a yeah, well, they're gonna have to find some receiving options in the receiving core, but it's pr- it's probably gonna be a good chunk of those Adams targets that just go to the running backs and. Mostly Aaron Jones, I'm sure. You know, Deidre Dillon will get some as well, but it's it, you're definitely going to see an uptick in targets there. Yeah, definitely. So I'm just going to lock him in. It just it makes a lot of sense. So we'll get him, get some balance for this team. Uh, Debo, Barkley, and Fournette go. That rounds off the second round to start the third. We have AJ Brown, Javante Williams, Mike Evans. So I'm back on the clock. Zeke is still here. Uh, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery at wide receiver, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, uh, Devontae Johnson, or Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf. Uh, tight end, we do still got Kittle here. Uh, we got Kyle Pitts. We have Waller. This one is uh, a little bit more difficult. Uh, I am half tempted to take Pitts here as like one of the only options in Atlanta to catch the ball. Um, but I think... You know, realistically, I would not pass up Zeke here in the third round. I can't see him 
you know, what, how many running backs have gone? So, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 30. And so like 14th running back, like that's a two, I'd imagine he's gonna be a one. So I'm thinking he's gonna be a little bit better than, uh, the ADP. So I'm just gonna go ahead and lock him in. I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I like the start of this team. Uh, wow. Tight end run there. Will uh, Patrick Mahomes, Kittle, Waller, Pitts all in a row. And then Antonio Gibson, you're on the clock. Yeah, that is an interesting run. Um, pretty much rules tight end out. I don't know that I would have taken one. I mean, Pitts would have been really interesting. I don't know if that's because I have not had him in any league yet um, or just, you know, because he you know, truly is a, has been a game changer and, and could really step up. I have been waffling on who my tight end three is, though, between Waller and Kittle. And I, I know you're a Giants fan, Giants fan, San Francisco 49ers fan, <laughs> not San Francisco Giants. And, you know, obviously you're partial to Kittle, but even if, I mean, regardless of who's the quarterback, it's going to be a run-heavy team. I think the Raiders are going to be a real pass-heavy team. And despite Adams being there, I think Waller's due for a big season. So I've been leaning toward him um, slightly over Kittle, but regardless, they are all gone. Tight end is off the board. Quarterback was already off the board, but obviously with Mahomes going, it's definitely there. So comes down to receiver or running back. Your top backs, Akers, Montgomery. Um, we have James Conner, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, Dobbins, ETN. Some interesting options there. Um, I wouldn't mind ETN in the next round. Jacobs is a really, I feel like a really good RB2 and Dave Montgomery is just a lights out RB2 and would be tough to pass here, but there is a team behind me that has two already. Um, and I think they're, you know, it would come down to what team 12 does, but there are some really good receivers here. You have Keenan Allen, I'm gonna say Kyle Allen, which would be probably the highest he's ever been drafted in fantasy here at the end of the <laughs> yeah, third definitely. round. Uh, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, D.J. Moore. I think you know Higgins and Allen are definitely the guys that are kind of a step above here from a fancy perspective. I, I want to, I want to want D.K. Metcalf more, but man, that offense just does not intrigue me at all. And despite being bad, I really still feel like they're going to try to establish the run, you know, with the quarterback they're going to have there. So I'm just not enticed by DK here. Whereas I know we talked last podcast about uh, Lockett and where you're getting Lockett. It's just way you know too good of a value that I think there's going to be games where Lockett is much better than what is going to be much better here than the DK. So comes down to uh, Keenan Allen, David Johnson, David Johnson, David Montgomery, or um, or T Higgins for me here. Uh, and it's basically, do I want to, do I want to gamble on David Montgomery? I'm feeling a little bit like Steve here, so I'm going to gamble here. I'm going to go with Keenan Allen on just another offense. I think is going to be really good and see if I can get a David Montgomery to fall to me. Um, otherwise we'll have to call an audible, look for something else here, but I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. Wide receiver two, Cam Akers goes T Higgins, Terry McLaurin. And Brees Hall, oh, so the gamble worked. Not how I imagined it would work, because Team 11 
takes four <laughs> straight running backs. Team 12 takes zero running backs in its first four picks. Can't Very start four in this league. No. You can start three in a max. So. But you sure can try to draft them if you'd like. Um, so, yeah, it is a very interesting decision to start. But I will take it. Really not too much more to say here. David Montgomery's going to be a pick. Any uh, any thoughts on your upcoming pick here as you have a few to go? Not really. I mean, I'm glancing at Herbert like, eh, maybe I'll go quarterback early if he makes yeah. it. I don't think he would. Uh, I mean, you've already maybe. ruined your zero RB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I maybe you know transform this into a earlier quarterback kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So David Montgomery off the board here for me. Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, James Conner, Justin Herbert, and Amari Cooper. Yeah, uh, and and there goes two kick two picks before me. Um, this draft would be so much different if team five and six just <laughs> didn't draft Andrews and Herbert. But uh, oh well, what can you do? So let's take a look here. The running backs, we got Josh Jacobs, uh, Dobbins, ETN, Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire at wide receiver. We got Metcalf still, um, Waddle, Judy, Godwin, Pittman, Cortland Sutton. So plenty of good options here. The running back room... I like these options. I like Jacobs, Dobbins, Etienne, and Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I, I I do worry because you start getting into like fourth round, and this is where your running backs start to bust. And I could definitely see that with all. Well, maybe not Josh Jacobs. He should be fine. But you know, Dobbins coming off the injury, Etienne coming off the injury, Elijah Mitchell always injured in just San Francisco. Like I, I could see it for all of them. Um, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to draft a wide receiver. I'm going to roll the dice that one of these running backs gets back to me. Cause kind of like you, I'm looking at team two. They got three running backs. They probably won't be drafting one. I'd like to think team one's already got two. So they'll probably draft one. So I'm thinking somebody might sleep through and I'll grab that somebody. So taking a look at, uh, Waddle, Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton's here, uh, Metcalf you mentioned, but I'm not really that interested in Mr. Metcalf. Um, I think of this group, the one I like the most is probably Cortland Sutton. Uh, yeah, drafting- I think he's been slept on a bit, and, and I think the hype is definitely rising as we see you know, Russell Wilson just flashing in workouts, you know, throwing these beautiful balls to all the receivers are in Denver. So I think all the Denver receivers are going to slightly get a bump, but Crowland Sutton was definitely down for a while there. And, and he could be one that we see start to get that bump. Yeah. And he doesn't have the off field concerns that Judy's having right now. So that's why I'm okay jumping. And, you know, I like Pittman and, and you know, I've, I've drafted him before, you know, I'm not afraid of Godwin waddles fine. I just, I don't want to draft him yet. I'd rather him, his ADP a little bit, be a little bit lower, but yeah, we're going to have luck in Mr. Sutton there. We'll see if my uh, gamble pays off so far. So good. Uh, Lamar Jackson, DK Metcalf, JK Dobbins. That rounds out the fourth into the fifth. We got Waddle Jacobs and Judy. So the running backs got back to me, uh, ETN and Elijah Mitchell. Um, I believe I've drafted Mitchell this year already. So I will, uh, just do the opposite. I'll grab ETN, uh, I, th- I think he could be in line for a good year this year. His injury was very early in the year. I, well, he, de- he didn't even start the year, right? It was like week one. Etienne? Yeah, that, I think yeah. it was preseason. I don't I don't think he's seen an NFL snap yet. 
Yeah, so super early. So he should be relatively healthy. Um, James Robinson's got his injury. Obviously, you have offensive concerns with Jacksonville, but uh believe in Doug Peterson to a degree. It's, as long as Jacksonville doesn't destroy him, but um, we'll lock him in here. I, I, Elijah Mitchell might be the guy drafted in a real scenario. I don't know. They're, they're pretty close. Um, but we'll lock him in, grab myself a third, a uh, running back here. We got wide receivers going off the board. Allen Robinson, Pittman, Godwin, Elijah Mitchell, and Joe Burrow. All right. So still some tight ends available that are interesting here in the fifth. Uh, Hawkinson and Schultz both. Given that a team behind me has taken a tight end already, if I'm going to go with one of them, I will hold off because... As much as I you know, think Hawkinson is overall a better player, I don't think there's going to be a ton of difference between the two of them. So I don't mind waiting another round. So we'll be looking uh, at running back receiver per usual. Kyler Murray still sitting there, maybe enticing to some people, but Steve and I will continue to preach the late QB, or I guess maybe mid-QB if you get a good pick, but you know, waiting on QB value just because of how many different QBs have that relevance, and, and there's just so many options, especially in one QB league here. So, running backs, we got Clyde, we've got Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, we've got Kenneth Walker, AJ Dillon, Kareem Hunt. Um, so, definitely a bit of a drop off here. You know, this is where I probably want to take a running back if I try, if I want to. And probably looking at either Clyde or Miles if I'm going to go running back here. Just don't love the New England backfield. Damian Harris was the lead guy last year, but just yeah, I, I just can't trust it. Especially if they drafted another rookie, and they just love to mix mix guys in and out. So it would be Clyde or Miles here. But looking at wide receiver, we still got Michael Thomas, who is interesting. I, I don't know that I over the moon to draft him, but I think. There's a chance that you get him in the where we at fifth, sixth round in some leagues, and he just looks incredible. Uh, and it could be a league winner, you know, if you put him on a team that's already pretty well balanced. But the guy I'm going to go with here, I think, does have kind of a step above most of the rest of these guys, and that is Hollywood Brown pairing back up with his college teammate in Kyler Murray. And he is going to be the guy for six games, is it? Eight games? How long is the yeah, suspension? Yeah, six, I believe. Yeah, and, and, you know, Hopkins comes back. It's definitely going to eat into his work a bit. But I think there's a very real possibility that Hollywood steps in. They have find that connection again. They get six games where he is like the, you know, bona fide one. I mean, probably Ertz is like the next best target on the team, right? Going into you know pre yeah, pre Hopkins coming back, let's round out more breaks out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he there's a chance he really steps up, looks really good, and, and even when Hollywood or when DeAndre comes back, you know he is just rolling, and they don't feel they need to force Hopkins. You know the the workload he got, they can because he was a, you know banged up, a little injury prone uh, last year, so you can slowly work him into it you don't need to have him you know be everything so i'm high on hollywood this year i think he's a really good pick um so i want to go with him here and then we'll see if one of the tight ends intrigues me or if i want to go with one of the running backs so hollywood locking them in for my first flex third wide receiver kyler murray goes mike williams 
Clyde Edwards, Elaire, and Kenneth Walker. No tight ends, which is uh, exactly what I was hoping for, but at the very least, only one. So you have Hawkinson and Schultz, which is a, an interesting decision. I mean, that's probably kind of the end of that next year. I mean, I guess you could say Goddard and Knox are there as well. But it's uh, it's interesting because you still have a Miles Sanders on the board, and just the running back room does get really dry really quickly. I mean, Miles, Damien Harris, AJ Dillon, Kareem Hunt does start to dry up a little after that. Um, so it's I, I I think I am going to gamble on tight end. Uh, obviously, there's a bunch to go, and and before it gets back to me. Um, only you and four other teams need tight end. So I'd be okay with Hawkinson, Schultz, or Goddard, you know, preferably one of the three. Um, but Ertz, Knox, Fryermuth, I'm, I'm usually okay to wait on the position just because that's such a onesie and I just want to load up on those multi positions. So I'm going to go with Miles Sanders here, a guy that I think really got knocked down because he just did not score a touchdown for so long last year. I think. If it was, I don't know if it was an Eagles record or an NFL record of like most yards rushed without a rushing wow, touchdown. Yeah, I had not heard that. It was, it, I mean, at one point it was like seven or eight hundred yards, and I, let me see how many he actually scored. Um, but he, you know, a very good rushing offense. While I, I've said I think they're going to pass the ball more, I still think he is the guy now. I do not think he resigns and, and gets a long term contract. Um, because their GM, Howie Roseman, you know, is, is could say a lot about him, but he really does. He really does have his his kind of finger on the pulse when it comes to like contracts and like positional values. So he does not pay running backs, does not pay linebackers, usually does not play safeties, and that's why you don't usually see the Eagles draft those players early because he knows whether you know if he hits on the player. And has to sign and has to or gets to sign them to a second contract. Is that second contract going to be worth it for a running back? It's usually not for a linebacker. Usually not as well. Safety you usually don't see it there as well. That's why you usually see the Eagles drafting linemen, wide receivers, or defensive linemen in the first round. Quarterbacks obviously you know less often because you only need one. But that's where you, you see them drafting those players because if you hit on the guy, they're usually worth that second contract. Um, so that's that's where I think Miles is future-wise. But long story short, I think this season, he and Kenny Gainwell will get a good split, but he will be kind of the 1A. So here in the sixth round, I think it's a really good pick <clears throat> to a pretty well-balanced RB wide receiver team already. So I'll lock in Miles Sanders. After Miles goes Michael Thomas, Damian Harris, Adrian Dillon, Amon Ra, St. Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. I am happy that you did that. Uh, because I wanted Hawkinson or Schultz. can't believe he didn't go. I mean, I guess only one team didn't have a tight end before that, but and that's that was it. I was looking, yeah. I was like, oh man, four of these five teams have tight ends. Like, mm-hmm. if Will takes one and, and team nine happens to take one, that's gonna suck. But I figured I'd have good odds either way, and mm-hmm. uh, you not picking secured me getting one of them. So, uh, that is easy. I'm gonna go ahead and blindly take Dalton Schultz. And I say blindly because I don't know, like I'm not looking through the rest of the positions. So we're just going to take him and uh, we'll see who goes off the board. And if I regret this decision or not, so we're going to lock him in. Uh, Hawkins, I'm up right afterwards. So good move. Uh, 
Brandon Cooks, that would have been a nice uh, that would have been a nice grab. Uh, Dak Prescott that rounds out the sixth. I don't care. Kareem Hunt at the top of the seventh. That would have been good. I do have three running backs already though, so I'm okay with that. Goddard, two tight ends going pretty much just ensures I would not have gotten my guy, and then uh, Elijah Moore. So Brandon Cooks and and Hunt hurt, but I I'm relatively happy just blindly taking Schultz there. That worked out well. Um, so taking a look now, the I got three running backs in Aaron Jones, Zeke, and ETN. I don't think I need another. We got Cordero Patterson, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, Chase Edmonds. I'm not in love with this tier anyway. Uh, wide receiver, I'm also kind of not in love with. Traylon Burks, he could be good in the second half of the year. Uh, Adam Thielen, he's kind of a big roll of the dice this year. Drake London, uh, another guy like someone's got to catch the ball in Atlanta, uh, but a rookie. So maybe a second half of the year kind of deal. Darnell Mooney, I do like Juju, a bit of a shot in the dark. Uh, so I think, Will, I am going to pivot and I'm going to grab a quarterback. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Which... Going the tight end and quarterback route. As I'm preaching that we say, don't take them early. You'd go with yeah. double down here in the sixth, seventh. Yeah, I am. I, I think it, typically it doesn't happen too often in drafts, but typically if I'm not happy with any of the running back and wide receivers, instead of like forcing my hand and grabbing the guy I, I don't want, but he's, yeah. like the lesser of the evils, I'll just grab my quarterback. And in a real draft, I probably just grab Mooney here because I do like Mooney, but I don't want to leave every mock we do. With Mooney. <laughs> um, so I'm going to. If he's there, I'll, I'll definitely be surely considering him here in the next round. So don't you worry. He won't be on the board too long. Consider it a gift. I just noticed that that team 11 drafted Kyler Murray and then another running back. Yeah. They, oh, they are man. not playing just, games. No, no. Um, so Hertz is going to be my guy. Russell Wilson is giving me some temptation, but he's been so hot and cold in his whole career. And maybe that was a Seattle Pete Carroll run the ball kind of a thing. Maybe it's a Russell Wilson thing. I don't know. But Jalen Hurts seems like a... Uh, a real solid pick this year. And if some people think like quarterback one potential, I don't know about that. Not when like Herbert and Josh Allen and Mahomes are lurking there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the one for a stretch of the year last year. I would know because he was on my team in our, our redraft league. So he he's certainly capable of doing it. We're going to go ahead and lock him in. Darnell Mooney does not make it to you. He goes right after me. In fact, there is a, a wide receiver run. Uh, Adam Thielen, Garrett Wilson, Juju, and then Tony Pollard. You are on the clock with your seventh pick. Yeah. So a couple of guys I was looking at go. On that and, note, Will, we do got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to move along a bit. I see. Um, so the question for me was Hertz and um, and Wilson. Um, so seeing if I can go with one of them. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, Wilson, I, you know, I, both of them are great. I was leaning Wilson a bit. I had Hertz last year. It's fun, but kind of, kind of, I don't think I've had Russell in a long time, if ever. Um, and this is probably the year to get him. The gamble is, do I wait and see if team 12 doesn't take him or not? Um, the other option for me is going to be like Devonta Smith or Tyler Lockett, Shaw Bateman, not bad either. And that team has so many receivers that I don't think they would take a receiver. So we will see. Um, but I'm going to go Russell here. See what happens. Uh, Drake London goes Cordell Patterson, Tom Brady and Traylon Burks. So wow, there we go. Tom Brady might've been Russ too. Yeah. So that worked out. I probably would have, if, if, you know, if it's just ADP, unless team 12 just is like not a Broncos fan for some reason, um, or like a diehard Tom Brady fan, who knows team 12, we will be looking into your background after this podcast. <laughs> um, 
comes to me here and really puts me on the spot a bit because I was kind of banking on, oh, I'm going to get Bateman, thinking that Devonta Smith is going to go. And I'm, I like Bateman this year. I think Booth guys on run-heavy offenses. Um, Baltimore, I think, might be more run-heavy, but he is, like, the one. Um, whereas Devonta Smith is there with A.J. Brown. And I got to stick to my guns. I think Smith's going to have an incredible year. Getting him here as my fourth receiver is just... Of you know, a gift. Um, and I, I don't mind pairing him and Miles up. I think, he, you know, Miles and Smith, or you know, even even one of the receivers and Goddard. I don't mind pairing two of the four of that that team up there, just because I think they are going to be a pretty explosive offense. Um, so yeah, pretty easy here. Going to lock in Devonta Smith. Bateman was definitely an option though. Uh, after him, Tyler Lockett, Rashad Bateman, Aaron Rodgers. Brandon Cooks or Brandon Cooks, Brandon Ayuk and De- Devin Singletary. Yeah, so this uh, this stings a little bit because I'm at this position where I only have two wide receivers. I feel like I need one um, to glance at the running backs: Chase Edmonds, James Cook, Rashad Penny, Michael Carter, Bobbin Gordon. You know, some fine shots to take in the eighth round, I guess. Um, wide receivers: What I need to do. I was hoping that Bateman or Ayuk made it. They did not. Um, Renfro's here, uh, Gabe Davis, Chris Olave, Robert Woods, Christian Watson, Claypool. So some solid options. No one that I am in love with, like this whole Devonta Smith, Rashad Bateman, those would have been great, but I, I kind of figured I was too late in the round to grab them. Um, Ayuk not in love with, but I like him more than these options. I think if I was in a normal draft, I'd probably grab Gabe Davis. But uh, today, I'm I'm feeling Renfro. He does worry me because they, you know, they they brought in another, you know, top tier wide receiver. Um, but there's definitely a world, like you said, it's a more pass happy happy team, and he he's looking pretty good. So we're gonna lock in Renfro. Hopefully, he's a like a solid three for me here. Um, Chase Edmonds goes. Gabe Davis, uh, Dawson Knox. That rounds out the eighth. Chris Olave, Matt Stafford, and Robert Woods go there as well, right before me. So we're down to the we're looking gonna keep looking at wide receiver here. Christian Watson, Chase Claypool, Jameson Williams, uh, Christian Kirk, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. Uh glance back at running back, James Cook, Rashad Penny, Michael Carter, Melvin Gordon. Uh yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna grab a running back actually looking here. Just because I got a very long time before my next pick, and it's just it's gonna dry up, right? So I'm thinking, do I go with a safe guy like Melvin Gordon and just kind of protect my bye weeks, or do I take a shot on a you know Rashad Penny who looked great at the end of the year last year and would be a big upside pick? Um, I I think I'm gonna take the upside shot. I'm not in love with Penny this year. And now that I'm saying that, I'm looking at ETN, wondering, am I really as safe as I think I am? I don't think I am. I'm drafting Melvin Gordon. Um, I wouldn't have mind Penny as an upside shot, but I don't want Penny and ETN. Uh, That's just a little too worrisome for me. Uh, Got more tight ends going off the board. Zach Ertz, James Cook, Fryermuth, Gesicki, and then finally Penny right before your pick. Yeah, at this this point, I think I'm probably going to be going very late tight end. There's not a ton. Gronk maybe down the road, Alberto. You got Noah Fan and Joku. Some decent just late round shots, but with that last batch going, it's 
pretty much spelled the end of me wanting to take a tight end here in the middle rounds. So we look then here to the running back and wide receiver position as I already locked up my running my wide receiver uh, quarterback. Sorry, Russell Wilson. Uh, running backs, I got Michael Carter, James Robinson, Isaiah Spiller, Ramondre Stevenson, who's a bad bad option here. Ronald Jones, Damian Pierce at wide receiver, Christian Watson, Chase Claypool, Jamison Williams, uh, Christian Kirk. So some interesting options on both sides. I think the running back has less that I like um, and more top end. You know, I think everyone in the dynasty world is just absolutely freaking out about Michael Carter, but I, you know, and I get long-term, but I don't mind taking him here you know, later in the draft. What we got like a ninth round, uh, a good, you know, where we, uh, where's Brees Hall? Yeah. A good five rounds later than, uh, than his rookie teammate, Brees Hall. So yeah, there, there's a world where Brees Hall gets off to a later start and you need to, you know, you need production somewhere. And I think it could come from Michael Carter, especially here is my fourth running back of four receivers ahead of him already too. So don't bank on needing to use him right away. So after him, uh, Christian Watson to Sean Watson as well. Jameson Williams and Trey Lance. Bummer was Jameson. He was one that I was thinking about there at wide receiver, uh, but he does go. So after him, uh, looking here, running back a wide receiver, uh, Jameson or James, James Robinson is an interesting option. Reminder Stevenson, as much as I was just saying earlier, I don't love the backfield there for New England. Getting the RB2 for that team uh, a few rounds later here, sixth round versus the tenth round, it's a big difference. Uh, and he would be my fifth running back. So Stevenson's interesting. Damian Pierce is interesting. Uh, it may be a little early for him. Probably doesn't get back to me. You know, probably pushes it for the next round, but probably not. Uh, wide receiver, Claypool is. I'm not thrilled on Claypool. I, I've never been super high on him. He has his huge games and then. Sometimes this appears. You've got Christian Kirk. We've got Sky Moore. Interesting rookie option. Kadarius Tony, Gallup, Tyler Boyd. Nothing thrilling there either. So I think I'm going to go with another running back here. And I'm going to take Reminder Stevenson, get my fifth running back out of the way. Just kind of take two dart throws there with Carter and Stevenson. That's kind of their V2s on their teams behind my three starters. So locking in Reminder Stevenson here in the 10th round. And after him, Chase Claypool, James Robinson, Derek Carr, Isaiah Spiller, Christian Kirk. Yeah, so here we are. Uh, I'm kind of, I always like being in this position because I don't need to look at quarterback and tight end anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that always feels good that you don't have that lurking over your shoulder, kind of like you do with the tight end position. Yeah, um, but I'm at this point, Baron, not even looking at it either. <laughs> <laughs> just I'll take forever. one in the last round or two. Yeah, for real. Um, running backs, we got Ronald Jones, Damian Pierce, Alexander Matson, Rashad White, uh, Naeem Hines. Um, we might go with Tyler Algier, but I, I could probably do that in the 11th round. So going to turn our focus back to wide receiver. Sky Moore is still here. Kadarius Tony, Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd, Kenny Galladay, Alan Lazard. Uh, again, I grabbed Renfro as my wide receiver three. I feel like he's, I don't know if he's going to be like the top guy that he was in years past, but I feel like he's safer. So I'm going to take a dart throw on Kadarius Tony. It's like an upside kind of guy that flashed when he was on the field last year. 
We'll see what kind of happens. Uh, Michael Gallup goes, Ronald Jones, Sky Moore, Kirk Cousins to start the 11th, Hunter Henry, and Gronk go. Uh, so back on the clock, I am looking at Alan Lazard and, and, and Russell Gage and thinking those would be solid options, and I know they're not going to get back to me, but neither is uh, the running back uh, Tyler Igier, and he probably might be my last running back I'm going to grab. So he's kind of the upside running – I don't know. He's a running back that could fight for a starting job. I'm not sure he has like that penny kind of upside. At least we haven't seen it, and that team sucks. So, like the touchdowns aren't going to be there. But we're going to grab him up. You know, maybe he'll be a, a valuable piece to have. Uh, Lazard and Gage go back to back right after me. Tyler Boyd, Kelly Galladay, and MVS. I hope you weren't running running a wide receiver because we got a bit of a run going on here. Not, I mean, Gage would have been nice, but not specifically one of those. Um, one thing I did not notice too, because I'm just, once teams started taking a second tight end, I just kind of figured, yep, this is the computer. There are two teams that have not taken the tight end besides me who are also beside me. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's, uh, unfortunate for you. <laughs> I mean, unfortunate, but also none of them have gone in, you know, a round or two. Um, I guess Gronk, you could say, but you got Cole Komet, Albert O. I'd be cool with either of them. So I'm probably going to go with one of the two of them next. Um, and the player I'm looking at here, Damian Pierce, another rookie running back that I talked about before, who I think has a shot to take that starting job in Houston. So I'm going to lock him in first. After him, Cole Komet and Albert O. Oh, there we go. Second tight end, Irv Smith. So there we go. We'll be punting the position another round or two. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got Fanton and... and uh, and in Joku, so we've got one team I know will take one, but only only two other teams beside you don't have two already. So I think I've probably got a shot to go into them. If not, I will just punt even further. So looking here at the wide receiver position, since it's been a little while since I've visited that one, um, guy who I was I guess going to have to hope got back to me later, but don't have to now, is Jarvis Landry there in New Orleans. I know he signed a little later, but um, I do think he is in line for some targets there uh, as the wide receiver too. And, and you know, maybe one of the best ones Michael Thomas has had on his team in a while. So lock it in Jarvis Landry after him Tua, Alexander Madison, George Pickens, Justin Fields, and Marla Mack. Yeah. So back on the clock here, uh, running backs, not looking great. The, uh, the, uh here actually might've made it to me. Like looking at the the few that that actually went, he might have made it. So that would have been unfortunate. Uh, Mostert's still here. That's kind of interesting. Uh, so is Gainwell. So we, we do have some options. So maybe he won't be my last one uh, at wide receiver. I could take a shot on Rondell Moore. Uh, Jacoby Myers is here. If I want to grab a, a rookie, we got uh, Dotson here. Chark, if you want to take that shot, I don't. Uh, Tim Patrick. A lot of people are liking Patrick this year. Uh, I don't not that i like him i just i don't know it's not like all the options in denver are going to be something and i got Sutton, so we'll pass on him uh Devontae parker has been a guy that i've been grabbing up a lot uh in all our mocks i think so far so i'll pass on him in a, in a real life situation he probably would be the guy that i take my shot on uh and i think he kind of fits because i already took a like a dart throw on Kadarius tony so i feel like a uh, Devontae parker provides some level of safety uh, but what I will do is go ahead and take Rondell Moore. 
I'll take a shot, kind of like Kansas City Chief. You know, you, you throw a dart and you maybe you get the wide receiver. I am going to throw a dart that maybe he's the guy that ends up in the uh, the Hopkins spot for the first few weeks and finds himself a role. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk up Hollywood's relationship with Kyler. Well, that was, you know, a few years ago now. You know, Ronnie Elmore was playing with Kyler last year. So maybe there's a little bit more of a rapport there because it's more recent. I probably want to take him a real, you know, reality, but uh, he's not a bad uh, shot to take, a, especially here in the 12th round. We got Naeem Hines, Jacoby Myers, Noah Fant go off the board here. That rounds out the 12th. Uh, Dotson finally in the 13th. Trevor Lawrence going there in the, the 13th. Not a bad, you know, 13th round shot to take. See if he's, you know, actually does break out. Uh, McKissick goes. So I am back on the clock. A lot of those same wide receiver options. Parker's staring me down. But uh, at this point, I think I'll take a shot on Mostert. Uh, potential starting running back. I don't think anyone expects him to be the starter. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe they're just a, a, a two running back team, kind of like San Francisco has run plenty of and, and maybe <clears throat> valuable in the 13th round. And you can't pass that up. So we'll go ahead and lock him in. Gainwell, my other option, goes right off uh, after me. Daryl Henderson, Cleo Herbert. There goes DJ Chark and Njoku. You are on the clock. Yeah. Team nine played it smart, took their tight end here since they knew I would have to take one with one of my last two. Um, so we will wait to the last round to take one of these late shot tight ends. And the last few guys I'm debating between here are Tim Patrick in Denver. Um, I think offense is going to be very pass happy. And Tim Patrick as a third wide receiver, I mean, I guess he's still technically got to beat out, um, I guess, third year now for KJ Hamler uh, coming off of an injury. But I, I think it's pretty safe to say Tim Patrick is a three. The other option would be Gus Edwards. Uh, getting just another depth piece there at running back behind Dobbins. I think I'll take the receiver here just because I don't have uh, a ton of depth there. So we'll even it out. We'll go Tim Patrick. After him, Devontae Parker, Nicole Hardman, Jamal Williams, and Alec Pierce uh, get to now lock in a tight end. Um, so this is a lesson for the very, very, very icky tight ends where every team but three have two tight ends. So you're looking at two, four, six, seven, nine, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen tight ends off the board. So getting your starting tight end here in at ten and twenty is not great, but in all likelihood, not many people will be having to draft this low for tight end, uh, even if you wait to the last round. Honestly, for this low, the options aren't that bad. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Gerald Everett isn't a bad option here, I think. It was a pass-happy offense. Uh, I already have Keenan Allen, but obviously this late, you're fine taking a shot. Yeah, Tunyon's still there. Someone's got to catch balls in Green Bay. Logan Uh, Thomas. I don't mind having Ingram in Jacksonville, too. I think he could have a nice bounce back. Hayden Hurst in Cincinnati. It's a very another you know, another pass happy offense, and our boy Brevin Further Jordan, down, Mo Alley Cox, yeah, yeah, Brevin Jordan. There's a lot of options. There's here. a this lot is... of options here. CJ Uzama, another guy that we liked. Um, I'm going to take a shot on Gerald Everett. He's a guy that I think, with at this stage, you know, going super late tight end, I want to get a guy that pops early, and then if he's not there, pivot to the waiver wire. In all likelihood, some of these second tight ends are going to be cut off teams because you're not going to roster two tight ends for a long time. There's going to be opportunities there. So, taking Gerald Everett as my tight end. After him, Higby, 
Jameis Winston, Gus Edwards, Hayden Hurst, Matt Ryan, to you. Yeah, and I'll, I'll quickly call out here, Will. Like in a position like yours, like I wouldn't have mind, you know, skipping Patrick and just drafting two tight ends at the end. Take two dart throws at the end. Yeah. Um, because it's not Remember like it you know, Tim Patrick could emerge as some a decent depth play, but it's not like yeah, gonna, you know, be a one for you. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's a good call up. out. Yeah, yeah, to play that game. Um, so for me here, running backs, uh, are not even worth mentioning. Really, no one. Devonta Foreman. So I'll just pass on that. Uh, looking at the wide receivers, uh, not a lot of great stuff here either. OBJ is going to be hurt. Uh, David Bell, Jalen Tolbert, Crowder, uh, Van Jefferson, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson. The you know talked about retirement <laughs> doesn't want Baker kind of kind of guy. Um, John Mechie, Donovan Peoples Jones, KJ Osborne. I think that's probably – did I pick him last time? I don't even remember. You definitely talked about him last time. I don't know if you actually picked him or not. Yeah, I. so we've talked about him. I will steer away from him, and I'll pick Curtis Samuel. Uh, maybe kind of a post-hype sleeper situation. You know, last year I feel like we can – You know, he had a lot of hype last year because he's a good player, and he hasn't got any of it this year. But it's not like last year it's because he performed terribly. He was just hurt the entire time so i'm cool picking uh curtis samuel you know the the wide receivers none of them have rapport with wentz so you know he could develop a rapport first and, and who knows so we went ahead and drafted curtis samuel there mac jones david bell and obj went there to round out the draft so running down my team from the four position i got jalen hurts at the quarterback position i have running backs aaron jones zeke uh chavis etienne Melvin Gordon, Aljair, and Mostert at the wide receiver position. Cooper Cup, uh, Cortland Sutton, Hunter Renfro, Kadarius Toney, Rondell Moore, Curtis Samuel, and then Dalton Schultz at tight end. You want to run down your team from the 10 spot? Yeah, 10 spot here. We've got Russell Wilson at quarterback, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, Michael Carter, Ramondre Stevenson, and Damian Pierce at running back. We have Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Devonta Smith, Jarvis Landry, and Tim Patrick at wide receiver, and then Gerald Everett at tight end. Uh, I definitely like it. It's a really balanced team. You know, obviously getting Russell Wilson in the seventh really helps as well, but I like the balance there at wide receiver and, and running back. Don't feel like I need to find something on either of those ends. Um, and then obviously punted tight end, but... You know, that's fine. Yo, I'll get one. I'll likely be playing the waiver wire um, and, and don't mind that. What about you? How do you feel about your team? I really like it, uh, which is surprising given I went wide receiver one. But yeah, and this the early first where you comes back around in the two, three, you can get a Aaron Jones, Zeke, Javante Williams, Fournette, Barkley. Like that seems to be the spot I want to be in. Not a bad combo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you know, Team six kind of in the middle has it made well as well. If you're getting like a Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler, and then you can compare them with any of the guys I mentioned, plus a Camara, maybe a Chubb Falls. Um, yeah, that's that might end up being the spot I like being in the most this year is maybe this like four or five kind of area. Uh, but overall, I you know I really like it. I think uh, the running backs are solid. I'm happy with the tight end, the quarterback, uh, wide receiver could be a little weak. Sutton and Cup. 
are, are solid after that. It's kind of some question marks, but you know, I had some dart throws. If one of them hits, we're good. And you know, we can play that waiver wire as well. So uh, yeah, overall pretty happy. Another and, uh, good draft in the books here. And uh, we'll uh, be, obviously you'll be hearing this next week, but Steve, I hope you enjoy your vacation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's nice, you know, doing multiple mocks in a row here. We're starting to get a feel for how things are going. So yeah, it makes the, the next one's all that much more exciting. So, uh, yeah, I will, uh, talk to you in a few weeks when we record an, uh, another episode, uh, say hello or hi everyone from Greece <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, next week. And, uh, until the next episode, folks, trust your board.